Colossians 2, verses 16 through 23. Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink or with regard to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath. These are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one disqualify you insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going on in detail about visions, puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind, and not holding fast to the head from the whole body, nourished and knit together through its joints and ligaments, grows with a growth that is from God. If with Christ you died to the elemental spirits of the world, why, as if you were still alive in the world, do you submit to regulations? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, referring to things that all perish as they are used, according to human precepts and teachings. These have indeed an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-made religion and asceticism and severity to the body, but they are of no value in stopping the indulgence of the flesh. Heavenly Father, open the eyes and ears of our understanding. May we receive your living and active word this morning, and may we be transformed by the renewing of our minds as you speak into our hearts and we listen through the Holy Spirit that we might never be the same, but be more like Jesus moment by moment through Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning and welcome back to this continuing look at Paul's letter to the church at Colossae, the book that we call the book of Colossians, written as a letter to a church that Paul had not yet visited. It's written to a church that's struggling with uh, issues of worldly things versus things of Christ. Uh, Don't eat this, don't drink that, worship on this day, don't do these things, etc., etc. And Paul is just real blunt in addressing these things because he loved them, not, not even knowing him, but he loved them in the same way that we're called to love all people and especially those of the faith in Jesus Christ, not that we don't love the others just as much, there's just a special love between brothers and sisters in Christ. So Paul is addressing these issues in a real straightforward way, and he he starts off saying, therefore, and as we've said a number of times, any time we see therefore, we need to know what it's there for. And just before he started in this part, Uh, that we call verse 16. Of course, it wasn't written in chapters or verses when Paul wrote it. He said, you know, that he had forgiven us all our trespasses. He had canceled the record of debt with its legal demands. He set all that aside, nailing it to the cross, and he disarmed the rulers and authorities, and he put them to shame and triumphed over them. So he's saying, therefore, don't let anyone pass judgment on you. Don't let someone put you down. And he's not talking about uh, in inviting us to argue with them, but just just ignore them or go away because they're just talking foolishness when they try to pass judgment on you about 
what you eat or what you drink. Jesus said, it's not what goes into the mouth that makes us dirty. It's what comes out of the heart. Uh, he said, Paul said, don't uh, let them put you down because of uh, festivals that they think you should keep or Sabbath days. And then he hits it right between the eyes. He said, these are a shadow of the things to come. He's distinguishing here between things that are temporary and frankly not of any ultimate substance and things that are of substance, things that belong to Christ. He said, don't do that. Don't worry about that. Ignore that. Walk away from that. Don't dispute with them about that. Speak the truth in love, but don't dispute. There's nothing to argue about. Their mind is caught up in something foolish that that doesn't have any ultimate value. So he said, these are just a shadow of the things to come. The substance belongs to Christ. The substance belongs to Christ. Everything important in life is found in Christ. It all belongs to Christ. So, so we can say uh, not just what would Jesus do, but is this something that honors the Lord Jesus Christ, what I'm about to say or think or do? And if it is, then it's fine. But if it's not, then, it, then no. So don't be disqualified by these things. That they want to insist on you having the word asceticism is like a false humility, uh, having a low vision of yourself. Uh, humility is not having a low vision of yourself. It's really taking your eyes off of yourself and looking to God and knowing that he is supreme in all things and to think of the needs of others ahead of yourself. That's true humility, but what what they were seeking to impose on them was a false humility, a foolishness, and worship of angels, uh, going on in detail about visions and things that aren't rooted in Scripture. If it's not rooted in Scripture, then it's not something we need to spend time on. Love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control and things of that nature that come from God. Those are things that are rooted in Scripture. That comes from the Word of God, from the heart of God, from the nature of God. Those are the things we should be focused on, not on these things that are worldly. Uh, he says, they are not holding fast to the head. Head is capitalized because head refers to Jesus Christ. He is the head of the body of Christ. We are the bride of Christ. The body of Christ is married to the head of Christ. And that's what he's referring to there, that they're not holding fast to the head. And obviously we must hold fast to the head. We must do all things in Christ, for Christ, for in him we live and move and have our being, and apart from him we can do nothing, but through him we can do all things in Christ. Uh, not just holding fast to the head, but the whole body, the body of Christ, each other, all who are in Christ, all who have been born again. We're nourished and knit together. That, that is that we nourish one another, we encourage one another. In another place, Paul said, 
Uh, let me encourage you as you encourage me. May we be mutually encouraged and built up and knit together. God knit us together in our mother's womb, Psalm 139. We're knit together as we come together, as we help one another, as we encourage one another, as we exhort one another. And, and our, the body of Christ goes strong like an exercised physical body. And then he explains it. He said, look, verse 20, if with Christ you died to the elemental spirits of the world, these, these things that don't matter, it's not that you're not going to eat or you're not going to drink or you're not going to honor God on a certain day, but those things are just a shadow of the one to come. The one to come is Jesus Christ who's coming back. He's the substance. If you died to the elemental spirits of the world, why, as if you are still alive in the world, do you submit to regulations like do not handle, do not taste, do not touch? That refers to things that, that are going to perish. They're going to go away as they're used. Uh, if somebody says don't eat this, but you eat it, it, it's gone as soon as you eat it. These have indeed an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-made religion, but we want nothing to do with self-made religion. We want to be in Christ, of Christ, through Christ, for Christ. We want to be Christ-centered, growing in our Christ-centeredness, growing in our maturity in Christ. We're not interested in the appearance of wisdom and self-made religion and false humility and beating up of the body. Those have no value in stopping the indulgence of the flesh. We want to die to ourselves to conquer the, the old man through Christ that the new man, the presence of Christ in us, for it is no longer we who live, we have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer we who live, but Christ who lives in us. And the life we now live in the flesh, we live by faith in the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. Jesus is the source of our life. He is the foundation for our lives. So live as unto the Lord, not unto the things of this world. Don't be caught up in the foolishness of this world. We're in the world, but not of the world. It doesn't mean that we, we're superior. It doesn't mean that we look down on anything else. It doesn't mean that we don't participate in the elemental daily parts of life. Those are a necessary part. Jesus did those things too. He ate and he slept and he did all the things that we do. He's like us in every way, except that he never sinned. But we need to focus our hearts on what is of Christ and in Christ and for Christ. Praise be to God. Let no one disqualify you, put you down by these things that have no ultimate value. We want to be focused on the things of Christ. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, draw us to yourself. May we see the reality of Christ, and let go of the things of this world. We've died to those things. Help us to, to bury them completely and forever and finally through Christ our Lord. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening. And if the Lord's willing, next time we'll pick up with Colossians 
chapter 3, starting in verse 1. God bless you. Good day.